0: Hi there, welcome to Glen Eden Baptist Church's podcast network. We're glad you can join us today. If you'd like more information on the church, please visit us on our website, www.gebc.org.nz. We hope you enjoy the pod. Wow, how do you follow that? That was awesome. Um, yeah, God is a good, good God, and you know... Um, I am so blessed to be part of this family. So, um, yeah, kia ora whānau. Kelly toko My name is Kelly. Um, and it is my real privilege to be able to share with you today. Um, and this was the first time I've been up here preaching, actually, so I am a little bit nervous, but, you know, God is good. And I, and I have felt he's been prompting me to share something for a while. So, you know, I pray that it will be, you know, something that's a blessing to you today. Um, Before I start, I want to share just a little bit about my background with you. Um, I grew up in the South Island, Te Waipanamu, right there. Beautiful, beautiful South Island, right at the bottom. Um, Actually, Western Southland, in a little place called Ōtautō. So most of you probably don't know where that is, but it is down in Western Southland, and it is small. Um, I'm from a large family, five children. Uh, a brother, three sisters, and a cousin who lived with us as well during a number of years. Uh, my mum came from Oamaru, my dad came from Timaru. Um, and the, yeah, yeah, awesome mainlanders. Um, and, and. yeah, yeah, exactly. I was um, really excited when I heard your story the other day when you spoke, yeah. So, yeah, I'm from the South Island. Um, my, both my family, my mum and dad are from large families as well. Now, um, I have a deep love for the mountains, the Southern Alps, right down the, the, um, the middle there. I love the mountains. Um, and I love the bush. So um, growing up, my dad was in the forestry, so we spent a long, t- a lot of time in the bush, going on bushwalks, taking friends on bushwalks, going um, hunting for uh, relics, which are, you know, Back in the day, you were kind of allowed to do that sort of stuff, but yeah, um, grew, grew up down there with a great love for the mountains and the bush. Um, I'm married to Glenn, and we have three amazing daughters who continue to inspire and challenge me even today. Um, yeah, I'm so blessed with their girls. Um, today, I want to share a little bit of my faith journey with you, and some of the things I've learned along the way. Let's pray. Father God, we are so grateful that we can meet together this morning, both in person and online, and that you are here with us. God, I pray that you will speak to us. I pray that you will guide us in greater revelation of who you are and the amazing love that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So when I was growing up, my mum was a Christian, and we used to go to the local Presbyterian church, but it wasn't until I was about seven or eight that my dad had a radical conversion to faith. He went from being a hard-working, hard-drinking bushman to a man who was sold out for God and wanted to share his faith with everyone. So I surrendered my life to Jesus when I was a child and I grew a knowledge of God and faith. And um, that was taught by, and role-modeled by my mum and dad and others in our small church. And I can tell you that the role-modeling wasn't perfect, um, and that's for sure, but mum and dad's faith was authentic. <coughs> I finished school at the end of my sixth form year, that's year 12, and applied to go to Dunedin Teachers College. I had my life mapped out. I was going to go to Teachers College, become a teacher, I'd probably get married and ended up teaching somewhere in the South Island. But I was completely devastated when I didn't get into Teachers College. What was I going to do now? My parents and younger siblings had moved to Tauranga to go to Faith Bible College during my final few months at high school, and I'd stayed with friends in Southland. So I moved up to Tauranga to figure out what to do next. So through my cousin, I got a job in Auckland, and I caught the bus up from Tauranga with great fear and trepidation to Auckland. You know, all I knew of Auckland as a child growing up was what I'd seen um, in the 80s was the news of the Springbok tour and the riots on Queen Street. So I come to Auckland thinking, oh, what have I done? Auckland is a place of riots and who knows what else? So, at age 17, I started working in the city at the BNZ and I began my life in Auckland. I started going to Glen Eden Baptist Church as I lived just up the road and I could walk to church on a Sunday morning. But I was at a crossroads My friends at work were inviting inviting me out clubbing with them or having drinks after work on a Friday night. Sure, I was going to church, but for the rest of the week I was living my own way. So it was against that backdrop, one night God spoke to me. I was lying in bed and the Holy Spirit directed me to 1 Samuel chapter 3, where God was talking to Samuel and calling him. Let me read it to you. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were many visions. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were coming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of the Lord had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying in the house of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, "Here I am." And he ran to Eli and said. Here I am you called me but Eli said I did not call go back and lie down so he went and lay down and again the lord called samuel and samuel got up and went to eli and said here I am you called me a third time now a third time sorry my my son eli said I did not call go back and lie down now samuel did not yet know the lord the word of the lord had not yet been revealed to him A third time the Lord called Samuel, Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in this place. God came again and spoke to Samuel, and that was the beginning of Samuel hearing from the Lord. On that night, I felt God say to me, Kelly, you can't, sit on having one, you can't sit on the fence having one leg on each side. You need to make a choice. You can't just go to church on Sunday and live your own way throughout the rest of the week. It just won't work. I could no longer rely on my parents' faith. I had to make my own choice. And I guess that was when I started on my journey towards developing an intimacy with God. And that's what I want to share with you today. You see, God designed us for relationship with him and with each other. Genesis 3 tells us about God calling for Adam and Eve as he walked in the garden in the cool of the day. Right from the beginning, God was seeking seeking humanity out for relationship with him. However, Genesis also tells of the fall of humanity and our separation from God. But God had a plan to restore humanity to relationship with him. Right from the beginning, he had a plan. The thread of relationship is woven throughout the Bible. In the Old Testament, God's desire is to have relationship with the Israelites, even though they turn from him time and time again. Psalm 139 speaks of the way God knows us before we were even born. Verse 13 to 17 says, "'For you created my innermost being. "'You knit me together in my mother's womb. "'I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God's desire and God's heart is for relationship with us. The Old Testament foretells the coming of a saviour. Jesus' birth, death, And resurrection was and is God's plan to restore us to relationship with him. Through Jesus, we have the opportunity to experience a deep and intimate relationship with God. We get to participate in the life that God, the Father, Son and the Spirit experience together. One God and three persons (coughs) who live in perfect harmony and deep relationship with one another. The Father loves the Son, the Son loves the Father and the Father and Son love the Spirit. Through Jesus, we get to know and feel the love that is experienced in the Trinity. We get to experience the joy of the Father, Son, and Spirit experience in their relationship together. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. Yeah. Amen. God is so good. Woo! But you know what? I believe God doesn't want us to settle for a superficial relationship. Yeah. He wants us to walk in deep, intimate relationship with him, where, he can know, where we can know his peace and presence, no matter what the circumstances. Yes. So today I wanted to share three things that have helped me experience deeper intimacy with God. Firstly, it's a journey, and it starts with us surrendering our life to God. Some of us have been on the journey for longer than others. Some of us are quite new to it. But developing a relationship takes time and intentionality just like any relationship. We can't meet with God occasionally and expect to have a deep relationship with him. We need to invest in any relationship, and the same is true of our relationship with God. I've learned that I need to be intentional about carving out time with God to pray, read, read God's word and worship, no matter what the season. And this will look different at different stages in our lives. When our girls were younger, this was a snatched devotional time when they were having a sleep or when I am busy playing. And other times I've woken up early in the morning when everyone else is still in bed or at the, other, at the end of the day. Now that I had, girls have grown up, I have different responsibilities, but I still need to be intentional. Otherwise, I get too busy and days pass by when I, when I haven't spent any meaningful time with God. Secondly, I believe we need to be real with God. We need to allow God to have access to every area of our lives, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you really want to grow in your faith and relationship with God, you need to allow him to enter into those places in your life that you would rather keep private. And I know know all about that. I'm essentially a private person. Um, That's part of my personality. That's part of my upbringing. I'm a conservative Southlander. And I've struggled at many times, allowing God to have access to parts of my journey that I didn't want to deal with. I remember a time when we were living in Singapore. Our girls were little, we loved to travel. We'd gone to this beautiful island, off, the, um, off Malaysia with some friends, and it was amazing. I was sitting in this beautiful place, looking out over the water. The sun was shining, it was paradise. But I was feeling miserable. I remember thinking some of my friends would give their eye teeth to be in this place. And I'm miserable. I just can't shake it. You see, God had been prompting me for weeks to attend a course at our church where I'd have the opportunity for teaching and for ministry to deal with some difficult things in my life, and I'd ignored him. The moment I decided to sign up for that course, I had an amazing peace. Not only that, but God opened up the opportunity to bring healing and restoration to some deep areas in my life. Even now, this is one of the significant times of growing in my faith. But you know what? It's not easy to let God into those places. When I've struggled and wrestled with these things, and I've been especially unwilling, I've simply started started praying, please, God make me willing. Make me willing to allow you into this place because I actually don't want to. You know what? We can be honest with God. And there's been times when I've just had to, I know I've needed to um, pray for forgiveness for something or ask for, um, that God would just deal with some unforgiveness in my heart. And I haven't wanted to do that. So I've just been honest and prayed, God, you need to make me willing. And that's the first step in the journey. Yes. Well done. So you know what? God through his Holy Spirit, won't come in uninvited. He always gives us a choice. And if we really want to grow in our relationship with him, we need to allow God into these places. So another thing I've learned is to learn to hear God's voice. And I know for many people, this is a really hard one to get your head around. But in inequality, um, relationship communication is two ways. Us talking to God, We call that prayer. And we should expect God to talk to us. And I can tell you that he does, but we just need to listen. In 1 Kings 19, verse 9 to 12 in the Bible, we're told the story of God speaking to Elijah. Elijah's just had an amazing victory where God revealed his power among the people of Israel, who had once again turned their back on him. However, following this great high, Elijah experiences a great low, He's now running from fear of his life. He's discouraged and he's disillusioned. It was in this place that Elijah hears God's voice. And the word of the Lord came to him. And a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And the wind, after the wind came the earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire came a gentle whisper. Elijah recognized that God was in the gentle whisper, and he went out and he spoke with God. God can and he does move in powerful ways, and I've experienced those myself. God speaking through dreams, through visions, through words of prophecy, words of knowledge. But my experience is that more often than not, God speaks in the gentle whisper or a quiet voice. And I love that. Over the years, I've asked God to teach me so that I can recognize his voice. He will do exactly the same for you if this is something that you want, something you desire. So just before we finish, the other morning when I was praying for today, I believe God gave me a picture. It was a picture of God with his arms stretched out like this, stretched out giving us an invitation. This morning, God is inviting us to come closer to him. For some of us, it might just be taking an initial step, inviting God into our lives. For some, it will be asking God to come into some of the dark places in our life that we've wanted to keep hidden from him. Some of the places, the dark corners that God wants to bring healing and restoration to. Or it might be that you feel like you're just going through the motions of spending time with God and you're feeling a bit stale in your relationship with Him. Like any relationship, we go through seasons. Seasons where we we can feel like that. But I would encourage you, try something different in your journey. Mix it up. Be creative. God is a creative God. Some things you might like to, some things you enjoy doing. Think of some things you enjoy doing and invite God in. See if you can bring God into them. Make him part of those things. Some things you might like to try. Taking time to spend with God. In nature, go to the beach. Take your Bible. Go for a walk. Go to a local park. Go to the bush. Just take some time intentionally spending with God. Meditate on God's word in a different way. Some people use daily examen. Uh, Lecto Divina different types of contemplation and meditating on God's word so if you don't know what these are, google them up there's plenty of resources online prayer journaling try journaling your thoughts to God Um, morning coffee with God Um, spend some time listening to worship music, praying and seeking God while you're in the garden, while you're working in the garage, whatever you do bring God into those spaces and be intentional about it Read some books on spiritual formation. Challenge yourself. Spend some time with Christian friends who will challenge you. Wherever you are, God is inviting you to a greater intimacy with Him. You know, over my 40 years journeying with God through good times and incredibly hard times, I've learned God is faithful, God is good. And as a 17-year-old moving away from all I knew, feeling lost and lonely, I could never have known the wonderful gifts that God had for me. Having a closer walk with him is the greatest gift I could ever have, and he's got the same for you. So that's the end of my message. Um, let me finish in prayer but if you've got you know if you want to take that initial step or you feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit you know I'd come forward if you want prayer I'd love to pray for you I know we have a prayer team elders you know and if you just want a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit God is there God is amazing and he will he will come and bring a, a newness and a freshness in your life if that's what you're seeking today so let me pray God, you are a good, good God, and you know what? The thing I love is that you take us where we are at, Lord. And your desire for us is to walk in intimacy with you. So, God, I pray that this week, as we go, that that we will know a newness in our relationship with you, Lord. That we will sense that invitation that you have for us to walk in a, a new intimacy with you. Holy Spirit, I pray you'll continue working in our lives. And, um, challenge us, challenge us to to desire to know you more and more, and those dark spaces, Lord, that you want to, to work in our lives. God, you are a good and a gentle Father. I pray that that you will reveal those to, to those of us that need to make that next step as well. I pray that you'll give us that revelation, and by your Holy Spirit, you will gently nudge us so that we can grow to know you more and more, and to know the wholeness that you want for us, Lord, the amazing peace that that you can bring into those areas in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for joining with us today. If you'd like to know more information on the church or reach out to one of the pastors, please visit our website www.gevc.org.nz. Hope you have a great day.